1: absolute sports betting degeneracy
2: they get it off
3: trubisky in trouble dancing around firing going deep he's got miller he makes the catch is he in
4: no he's out of bounds hey everybody arch here and it is monday there's so many questions to ask. So many questions to ask. I don't even know where to begin. Do you know where your, your Oakland Raiders are? Because they're not in Oakland anymore. Do you Do you know where? I don't know. There's just so many. Max, what's going on?
3: My, my big question is, is, you know, do you know where your Los Angeles Rams are? Because they didn't show up last night at all. So I think they – you know, last week the Chiefs almost lost their helmets. They got shipped to New Jersey. Did you hear that story? I oh, always yeah. couldn't play the game. So, but they had a local high school team that had like Chiefs helmets. Well, much like the Chiefs helmets that got lost in New Jersey, I'm, I'm wondering if if the Rams just got lost somewhere on their trip to Dallas because they were nowhere to be found last night. The TSA did it. Let's, let's blame the government. Why not? <laughs> Panther, what's going on, man?
2: God, the Rams. They, they made the Cowboys look so fucking good last night. That that was – there's so many things wrong with this weekend. I, I, I almost want to – whatever I think, I'm just going to start fading myself and just bet the opposite because <laughs> I would have been undefeated. But instead, I was winless. So – I can't, I almost can't wait for this football season to be over. This, I, <laughs> week 15, you think I would know something. I, I feel like I'm dumber now than I was in week one.
4: I don't think you're I, alone. I think a lot of head coaches are feeling that way too. I think, I think, uh, <laughs> I think there's a lot of people out there scratching their heads wondering what happened in the NFL today.
2: Yeah, just, just mass, mass confusion on, on damn near every single game. Uh, and I did, do, I did pull up the karma card because on Discord, you would, you were, what the fuck is going on in Cincinnati? And I said, ah, oh, Patriots are a fraud. And then the next thing you know, like they go on a, what, 24, 24 points in a row unanswered. Yeah. <laughs> still,
3: still a fraud though. We'll I mean, get I into still that. Don't trust them. We, I still we will get into that. St- Still a fraud. <laughs> All right.
4: I know you. Do you have your ten points, Max? I, I do. Yeah. Let's, let's, I, let's get into those. Okay. Oh no. Go ahead. Well, I just. Well, the question I, I'm le- I'm left with with last week and kind of the season in general, I just want to just throw my thought out real quick, is I wonder if we're seeing a new product on the field. I wonder if we're actually seeing the birth of a new NFL. The innovation cycle in the NFL now has sped up to such an absurd degree that I, I don't think we've ever seen anything like it. Uh, McVeigh was worlds ahead of every other coach, and now he's average below average. I mean, we know analytics is creeping in big time. It's it's the Ravens have embraced it. Other teams are starting to look at it, and it, it's again, it's making that innovation cycle so fast. There's so many schemes. There's so many plans. Uh, I don't know that coaches are able to keep up right now. This is. I think we're seeing the death of the old NFL. I mean, there wasn't it wasn't that long ago when a head coach would walk in. We have okay, we have three offensive sets. We're gonna show up. We're gonna we're gonna do your job, and we're gonna win. But it's not that anymore. We're seeing something that's completely different.
3: I don't disagree. I think the one thing that you can credit Bill Belichick for is still defensively, uh, he's been able to adapt. Yes. 20-plus years, the NFL has been changing. And and in the last year or two of this innovation and this this change and and how the NFL has, has become what it is today, Belichick's been in the right? right? He's, he's been able to he, – he, he can still read offenses better than anybody mm-hmm. ever. Like, honestly, he, like, I, whatever set is put out there, whatever personnel is put out there, he knows what's going on. Maybe he's got some advanced technology or footage ahead of anyone. I don't know for sure, <laughs> but he's definitely ahead of the
4: curve there. Yeah, I would say uh, uh, Belichick, read – Maybe Peyton; those guys are seem are seemingly able to survive in this new NFL.
2: Well, it does help when you when you have uh, an elite quarterback. Uh, the one, one thing all those guys have in common is you know two Hall of Famers and arguably the future of the NFL, Mahomes. Uh, Harbaugh might have lucked into that with Lamar Jackson. The, look, it's it's been going that way, and it obviously is that way. This is a quarterback-driven league. I know you say it jokingly, but it's true. Running backs don't matter. They, to, to a large extent, running backs don't matter. And with the rules and, and everything in play, defenses almost don't matter. If you can come up with a good defense and a couple good players that can maybe – you know, Deion Sanders locked down a receiver here and there, then you might have a huge advantage because, you know, we saw yesterday the overplays, the amount of points being scored is is just absurd. The defenses haven't mattered for a few years. It's a quarterback-driven league. And, you know, like you said, these coaches um, have adapted, but in a large part because they have elite quarterbacks.
4: Yeah, there's that. But it's not just us, and it's not just the coaches that I think are feeling – feeling it i think vegas is feeling it a little bit too some you know their projections are not exactly killing it right now either so it's a whole new league and we're all gonna have to play catch up we're all gonna have to figure out what's going on and to your point real quick i forget where i heard it but never forget the nfl is a tv show about quarterbacks <laughs> Jeez. hard to argue man it's brutal now, Max, feel free. Jump into your points. I'm sorry. I didn't
3: Yeah, no, up. no, no. It's fine. Listen, your points are probably better than any of the 10 points that I have. Um, you know, I'm going to just rip the Band-Aid off. I kind of mentioned it. I, just The Rams, they, they played like shit yesterday. Um, I think they played so bad that they might have saved Jason Garrett's job. That's how bad they played.
2: <laughs> For a week. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but,
3: but you couple that with the loss – A couple that lost with Minnesota's easy win over Phillip Rivers and his nine kids. And I mean, the Rams' playoff hopes are essentially dead at this point. Um, I I know mathematically they're still in it, I believe. Uh, They'd have to win out, and I think uh, Minnesota's got to lose out. Um, I think that's it. But yeah, not looking good. Rams, Super Bowl last year, not making playoffs this year. Uh, Eagles, they're still in the hunt after they somehow beat the Redskins. I, I don't know how that happened. They somehow beat the Redskins by sheer luck, I guess. Um, This this NFC East is just fucking terrible. But talking about the NFC East, Eli Manning gets his storybook ending in New York. You know, Pride is going to tell him to keep playing. But Arch, what do we say to Pride? (laughs) Fuck Pride. Fuck Pride. Yeah. Uh, I think he should just go out with this nice memory, right? I mean, this is it. The standing ovation gets the big win. Like, this is this. If he goes out. With this win, I think the case for, you know, Hall of Fame is easier. This is the lasting memory of Eli Manning, a winner. I think he should just call it quits. Uh, Chiefs, they had some nice memories yesterday. Not only did they easily handle the Broncos, but they also got to see their division rivals shit their bed in their Oakland finale.
2: So,
3: (laughs) man. (laughs) You know, the Browns, they still suck. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Guess who won by a single score once again? Your Packers? Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. But you mentioned the Packers because between them, Seattle and the Packers, I I might start betting on frauds. Because, you know, frauds, apparently they can win. Hey, Seahawks pushed at least. That was a push. Seahawks was a push. I got a push there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, New England's offense, I th- we were talking about this. I think they still look fraudulent. Uh, or at least Brady still looks fraudulent. I know he's got the two touchdowns, about 128 yards for Tom Brady. Tom Brady used to throw for 128 yards in the first quarter. Right. This is Tom Brady now 128, two touchdowns. It was a running game. Right? I mean, you know, uh, they, they finally went to the run against the Bengals because it's the Bengals. They can't stop the run. And the Bengals, who they filmed, just saying, they they figured the run would work, and it did. <laughs> the Lions, once again, showed why you can't bet on them. Or maybe uh, we should just be betting on Tampa Bay. Uh,
4: yeah, I, I think it's just time for Matt Patricia to, to just call it quits. He's not a head coach. Man, they look bad. Mm-mm. Last one for me. If the Bills win out,
3: guess what they do? They give the Chiefs Ended the number division. two seed. They win the AFC East. They play the Patriots next week in Foxborough.
1: Saturday,
3: Saturday beat, football. If they beat the Patriots and they win their last game, they win the AFC East. Love it. That's all I got, the- Panther. What about you?
2: Uh, Jameis Winston. I said going into the season uh, that that this could be a big year for him. It took him a lot longer to get there, but in his last two weeks, he's thrown for over 900 yards and eight touchdowns. Um, Sidebar, Jameis Winston and Christian McCaffrey got me to the championship game of a fantasy football. Uh, The Chiefs, it's always been offense, offense, offense. For the fourth week in a row, this defense looked phenomenal. Uh, Drew Locke had been really good coming into this game. He was really mediocre. And the Broncos inexplicably, again, abandoned the running game. I hate when that shit happens. Uh, you already mentioned the Seahawks, the Packers. Hey, look, at what point do, do 10 and 11 win teams are no longer frauds? They're really good teams. Um, and, you know, I think we have to pay attention to them in the playoffs. Browns? Uh, are we looking for a new head coach? I think his job is probably done. Garrett survived one more week. If he loses to the Eagles, the Eagles team that is running out like junior college players at wide receiver. I don't even know the names of these guys um, somehow could win that division next week by beating the Cowboys. We really screwed the pooch on that, that chargers, whatever was going on with that Vegas line vikings just put that to rest real quick and what happened to the 49ers the 49ers that are world beaters should have beat the ravens did beat the saints can't beat the falcons at home
4: they overlooked that one, that. that was an overlook they they were sleeping on them
2: they were sleeping yeah look look the the falcons have looked better over the last four or five weeks probably screwing themselves out of a decent draft pick but they've, they've looked a lot better had they played this way all season they, they might be in Buying for a uh, playoff spot but uh and then that bill Steelers game you know we're talking about a quarterback driven league god was that a shit show? well maybe we could credit two really good defenses i don't know but that was not a fun game to watch on the offensive side of the ball that's all i got
4: all right i felt good about that one the under in that one because <laughs> i had a feeling <laughs> it was getting got more it right <laughs> Man, I hedged the shit out of that Vikings game. As soon as that fumble six happened, I knew that game was over. I hedged the crap out of that one. Man, that was bad. That was bad. All right. So we've got Monday Night Football to take a look at here. We've got Indianapolis going to New Orleans. Indianapolis opened up plus 10. New Orleans minus 10. And at pinnacle, it is still 10, although it should shift. It's still Indianapolis plus 10 on the road. Everywhere else has got about nine... Sports interactions got it at nine and a half, so it's right there ten, nine, nine and a half. I'll let you call your shot.
3: Hmm. You know, uh, it's it's the Colts that that have lost three in a row. They've lost four or five. It's essentially killed their playoff chances. So uh, tonight is is going to be the nail in the coffin. Uh have to in New Orleans face Drew Brees and his crew. Uh, Colts. I mean, their secondary got lit up last week by James Winston you're just talking about James Winston Panther he threw for 456 yards against this Colts team last week without Mike Evans what the fuck is Michael Thomas going to do to the Colts secondary tonight if you got him in fantasy or if you're going against him in fantasy whew, not going to be pretty uh Saints I mean they're going to be f- completely focused on bouncing back from that tough loss last week um and and they they still got their eyes on a first round bye they 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 want to win out Um, I think they do it. I'm going to bet the Saints here.
2: This is a tough one because I think the line is probably right. The the Saints have to fend off pretty much everyone to try and stay where they are in in the seating. This this is a big game for them because they're still trying to get that home game. They're still trying to get that bye week. Um, The Colts, uh, I don't know if. If they think they're still in it, I I don't see a lot of quit, but I don't see a lot of hope. I'm gonna lean the Saints, but I, I don't like that line. This, this it's just too it's just too questionable for me to bet this game. Mm.
4: Yeah, you know, all things being equal, I would not take minus ten very often. But I think I think I'm yeah I'm leaning that way. I'm not quite pulling the trigger yet but I'm definitely leaning that way. I think the saints probably couldn't take care of business in the dome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a link for me. Public and money are both on the saints. Oh, by the way, if you even care line shifting seemingly in the wrong direction, if you care (laughs) 45 and a half is where the total opened. It's 46 and a half now
3: over. I mean, I think uh, the Superdome has proved it. It likes to be over. And Drew Bees likes to play in the Superdome and go over, so that's that's an easy one for me. I think it's gonna be a high
2: scoring game, yeah, I think it's gonna be a high scoring game as well there's there's you only need the Saints to score twenty eight which I think they'll do. I wouldn't be surprised if they get into the thirties. um the Colts will be chasing them from behind. I think they can you know get whatever seventeen points, maybe even get in the low twenties, but yeah i I think it's an overplay
4: all right. Yeah, it's over. I agree. I, I like the over here too, not a, a whole lot, but I I do like it. I I am not even gonna wager a guess on the score in on this one. It's just gonna be an over. All right, NBA. Let's take a look and see what we got in the NBA here. Max, do you do you have anything that just jumped out at you?
3: Yeah, I mean there's a couple of games, nothing nothing fantastic, but uh, yeah, there's three games that I'll I'll talk okay. about. Uh, we'll start start a Bulls at Thunder. Uh, the Bulls, they got that shocking win over the Clippers on Saturday, but it's hard to think that they're ready to turn a corner or anything and go on a win streak. Uh, Thunder, they've lost two in a row, but they had a tough ask on Saturday trying to beat Denver on the road. We, we kind of knew that wasn't going to happen. Uh, OKC, they're 7-5 straight up, 8-4 against the spread at home. I think they get it done today. I think they cover against a very inconsistent Bulls team. It's its a Chad high but, again, uh, it's it's slim pickings for me today, so I will bet the thunder on this one.
2: Yeah, there, there's some games I like better than this one. Th- these are two teams that actually can make the playoffs. As bad as the Bulls have been, I really think they've got the talent. It's probably maybe a coaching issue. Uh, Zach Levine's been doing everything he can to carry this team. Oklahoma City is already, at this point, I think exceeded my expectations for them. But uh, I, I think – I agree with Max in that that it's probably a little bit chalky for me. I'm gonna lean the Bulls, but I can't bet this game.
4: All right, got gotcha you in. What is it now? Six and a half. Yep. OKC minus six and a half. It's right on the line. I'm leaning OKC with you, Max. But six and a half—that's that's kind of where I got it.
3: Yeah, I know. As I'm yeah. saying, it's 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 right there. Um, it is. Yeah. Another couple of ticks, and you'd probably be betting the Bulls, honestly. Yeah. Uh, But it is what it is. Uh, How about we talk about the Miami Heat heading over to Memphis to play the Grizzlies. uh, Heat, you know, recently they've only got that one close loss to the Lakers. Uh, They're doing it while dealing with just a slew of injuries. It just shows you that Jimmy Butler is, is focused. He's playing at a high level. I think this fit in Miami with Spolstra. He, fin- he finally has a coach that knows how to coach him. You know, like, that is something to be said about Smolstra. Yes. He knows how to coach a star and get the most out of him. Uh, and, and that's what we're seeing down in Miami. You know, the Grizzlies, they, of course, have their future set with Jay Morant, but he's, he's dealt with some injuries, and we never know when what, whatever that bullshit, injury maintenance or whatever is going to creep in. Uh, nothing is listed for him to be out tonight. Nothing was listed for him to be out last week. Either way, I know it's a good amount of points on the road for Miami against a Grizzlies team that's that's won a couple recently. But I can't bet against this Heat team right now. I'll, I'll take Miami to cover.
2: Yeah, the thing about Memphis is that they're better than the bad teams, right? They, they've won three out of four, but they've beaten Washington, a beat up, you know, Phoenix team with that's still waiting on Aiton, Golden State, who damn near is probably one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, so they're better than the bad, uh, but they get they lose by double digits to the good teams. They got whacked by Milwaukee. They got whacked by Utah. So Miami's a really good team. The big red flag among Miami is their road performance. And sometimes they just they, they play down to their competition where, when they're on the road. It took a Luka injury for them to squeeze out that uh, win at Dallas. I think they were on the verge of actually losing that game. But, um, look, against Memphis, I – man i i I like miami for the win but just because it's on the road i think i like memphis to keep it close i'm gonna lean the grizzlies at home
4: all right i like it i like miami an awful lot today i know it's on the road I, i don't think five and a half is too big of an ask i think they can do it i'm betting miami with you max
3: Cool. Uh, last one for me. It's like talk about his Blazers at Suns. Uh, you know, Suns about to welcome back uh, DeAndre Ayton. So that's going to give them a big boost. Um, they're going to need it after that demoralizing loss against the Spurs in Mexico City. Uh, you know, Portland, they haven't played in four days. They should be well rested, which is fine because, you know, they, they're a little bit banged up and they need the rest. The team that would like to have the rest and like to have some extra time would be the Suns because Devin Booker is banged up. And he's uncertain if he's going to play tonight. Um, I I don't think he is so without him I think this is an easy Blazers bet for me
2: yeah I I, I'm looking at Booker uh, not playing tonight DeAndre Ayton is one week away Um, they're saying later this week but I'm pretty sure I thought the 23rd was when he hit his 25 games Uh, so no Ayton no Booker that's that's a lot of pressure for Aaron Baines or Frank Kaminsky to, to try and carry that load Portland I feel like at some point is going to get it right there's too much talent on this team for them to be as bad as they've been uh, they're beating the bad teams they're losing to, to the good teams you know they lost to Denver lost to the Lakers Phoenix right now especially without Booker and Aiden are not a good team so yeah I'm, I'm with you Max I'm going to bet Portland here
4: all right. I'm leaning with you. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't like this one that much. It's just a lean for me on Portland. So I saved you from the kiss of death. There you go. Public and money are both coming on the sun, so interestingly enough. So take yeah, that, that for it's worth. Hmm. Th- Those
3: are my three.
2: Panther? Uh, yeah, we're going to look, maybe get a couple more. Uh, Dallas going to Milwaukee. Wouldn't this have been great? if Luka was playing, but he's not playing. And we're looking at an 11 point line. Milwaukee just can do nothing wrong. They've won 18 in a row. Uh, they're, you know, damn near unbeatable everywhere. is much less at home without Luka Doncic. I think over these next two weeks while he's out, he might even solidify his MVP status because I just don't know how the Mavericks uh, compete, especially against an elite team like the Bucks. I think for this game, the 11 that I'm seeing is not too many. I will bet the Bucks here.
4: Yeah, it, I, it, I don't think there's any danger that Milwaukee loses this game. But it's just eleven is just a little too many. I'm, I've got this more like nine to ten. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, 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 I'm leaning Milwaukee with you, but I just can't pull the trigger.
3: Ditto, man. I, I, I actually thought this was one that you would bet.
4: <laughs> I was thinking, I, I, I was thinking about it, but.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Without Luca, I just, I don't know how Dallas hangs, but it's, it's, it is it's just a tad bit too much for me. So yeah, I'm leaning the Bucks with you guys.
4: I need one number to back me up in a pick. I need one number to back me up, and I can't find one, so <laughs> I'm off this one.
2: Uh, I, I mean, I guess there's only uh, a handful left. You guys want to touch them all? Or, well, we're, um,
4: we're going pretty long here.
2: Okay, I, I there's nothing else I really want to bet on. Uh, that, that Spurs-Rockets game with the little revenge factor thing going on or whatever for the referee BS, uh, but I'm not betting it. I, I'm pretty much – that's it for me. You got anything, Arch?
4: I was tempted to take Toronto minus the twelve and a half. I was really, really tempted. Yeah, you know what? I will, I will take Toronto minus the twelve and a half at home against the Queen Cavaliers. I think they're going to win by twenty. I was eyeing that one up. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm
3: hard lean on Toronto there too, man. Uh, just yeah, it's just a tad bit too much. But I mean, listen, listen the Gasol and uh, Lowry, they've been playing really well. Siakam, he's finally, you know, gotten out of his little slump and he's scoring again. They're are a Fred Van Fleet away from being a a, 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 t- a tough out in the East. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I I was ki- I kind of wanted to lean Cleveland here with with those points, but Toronto has played better, and I think a lot of that has to do with them giving Marcus all more minutes. Marcus all's been you know passing the ball, rebounding. He's at double digit rebounds in several games in a row now. Um, you know, maybe they finally figured out what to do with Gasol and Ibaka. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably lean Toronto here. But it's okay. too many points for me to take them, and I can't take Cleveland because they suck.
4: Yeah, I'm not going to disagree. It's, it's probably too many points. And last season, I never would have touched it, 100%. Never would have touched it. But it's a new, brave new world for me. Max, hockey time. Hockey time. Uh, two
3: games, I'll talk about Capitals, Blue, Blue Jackets, uh, Washington – They won on Saturday against a tough Lightning team, uh, asserted their dominance over the Eastern Conference. Uh, That was their fourth win in five games. Uh, They play a Blue Jackets team that has lost four out of five. You know what these guys have in common? The Capitals won loss, and the Blue Jackets won win. It's it's against each other, because the last (laughs) time the Blue Jackets won is they beat the Capitals. It's not going to happen again. I'm going to bet Washington here and uh the other game can't 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 not touch upon this one right Avalanche at the Blues you have uh you know the Avalanche uh, absolutely the the best team in in hockey right now um i it's 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 looking a little trappish now Yeah,
4: what's going on here?
3: It is looking really trappish and it's 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 kind of, you know, Giving you pause of of betting Colorado here, but you know what? I am in a slump in the NHL. Uh, I went three and seven last week. I'm I'm at 68 and 65 on the season. I have been betting against the traps, and it's been biting me in the ass. Mm. So now I'm going to bet with the traps to, trap today. I know going to St. Louis isn't ideal. Going against the reigning Stanley Cup champions, they've won two in a row. I just think the Avalanche get it done. For whatever reason, this line is shifting with all the money on them. I don't fucking know. I'm gonna throw my money with them. I'm gonna bet the Avalanche. Those right. are Max's salty picks.
2: Okay. Panther. Yeah, it was the only game I was really looking at. Um, you know, Colorado in their wins, they're they, they giving up one. Goal, And then one time they gave up two goals in their last five games. So the goalie play has been phenomenal. St. Louis has been prone to give up some, some goals here in their last five games. So I'm with max on that one. I, I ever so slightly, but I, I like Colorado.
4: All right. Let's recap this <sighs> again. We all three agree saints to the play. Max is the only one with the balls to bet him. He's taking the minus 10 at home. NBA. Uh, we all three agree. Raptors. I'm the only one that bet the Raptors, but we're all, we're all thinking that. Minus the 12. Uh, Max is betting OKC. Minus the 5.5. I'm with him, but I just couldn't quite bet it. Panther's on the other side in that one. Max and I both agree. Heat 5.5. On the road against the Grizzlies of the play, but Panther doesn't think so. He's leaning Memphis in that one. We all three agree on the Bucks minus 11. But Panther was the only one who wanted to bet that one. Everybody else is leaning. And Max and Panther are betting the blazers plus one and a half against the suns i'm leaning with them but I couldn't quite pull the trigger and that is it that is it hey
3: head over to discord let's know you think about our picks your picks anyone's picks if you're on twitter find us at betting absolute or on facebook at sports betting degeneracy are absolute sports betting degeneracy that's the name of the show the very show you listen to on such fine stations stitcher spotify soundcloud itunes and Libsyn. no matter where you listen to that please highest rating comment subscribe download and listen to every single episode it is monday panthers revving up for vegas But until then, he's just going to take us home.
2: Four days till Vegas. so excited. Oh, trying to slap something together for a Panther parlay. Let's try this out today, kids. I want the trailblazers. I want those bucks. And Max and I agreed on the avalanche, so we'll throw them in there with a hockey play. There's your Panther parlay. Let us know how you did yesterday. Hope to God you faded us because we were just horrible in football yesterday. And uh, let us know what you got going on today. Discord's the hangout, it's where we shoot the shit, talk about our picks, and uh, yeah, let us know what you got going on. There's teasers, there's parlays, there's all kinds of stuff going on, but it's all said and done, kids. Make some money, fools!
1: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.